it's like having a Ronin. What it's like having a Ronin. Do you know what he's talking about in the song? Uh, this has been my Corona anthem. Okay. Because, like, Andy and I were calling it the Roni to begin with. Okay, so Roni has a way different meaning for you than it does for me. What does it mean for you? Real Housewives of New York. They call that Roni. Well, this is R-O-N-I. Oh, not R-O-N-Y. Right. Okay. But you can have your... Roni is a big word in the Bravo world. Does that like so? That's not just something you refer to it as. That's what everybody. Oh no, that is like Roni is a uh, pronoun. At this, no, what is it called? Um, an acronym. Yes. Yes. That's the term. You're Roni for. is an acronym. Acronym. So. So I am Corey. And I am Chrissy. Uh, we are the dynamic duo. Uh, oh, like Batman and Robin. Right. I'm definitely Batman. I'll let you think that. Um, Andy and Jaco or Andy and Bobby call us the CNC Music Factory. Yes. Uh, even though well, we, they, wait, they try, it just didn't it stick never, as never well. Stuck. Uh, anyway, so I'm uh, we're breaking out on. I'm breaking out on uh, a new adventure with my lovely talented beautiful smart intelligent caring endearing strong wife go on (laughs) (laughs) uh to uh do this podcast i've been podcasting for a while with the pilsner podcast and uh we've decided to start uh documenting our uh adventures of our family in rural minnesota yeah uh, and we'll talk about what else, Chris? Anything. Basically giving our opinions on things that uh, people don't give two shits about. We're workshopping the name, but right now we're sitting with Nobody Asked. Yeah, Nobody Asked. Nobody um, Asked. That seems to be like the running theme in our house when we suggest something. Like, I'll tell one of the boys, like, hey, I'm going to the store. And they'll reply, Nobody asked. Nobody asked. So it's kind of become a thing in our house where if someone gives you a statement about what they're doing, <laughs> they reply, no one asked. Uh, yeah, this this started from your, uh, well, we, you've gotten a little bit of traction with your weekly corona, yeah. COVID quarantine posts on Facebook, yeah. uh, mentioning things like Joe running around the house in an eagle costume i don't think joe has changed his clothes for like three days now we should talk to him about that later i mean <laughs> it is what it is right uh we've got two teenage boys one's basically an adult he's 19 and the other one is 15 yep um and so we're gonna share with you our daily adventures not daily but our adventures of a. Uh, Married couple with a couple of kids and and uh, what we think makes our life, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Even People though, think that it, our life is interesting. And even like, though nobody asked. No one asked yeah, if our right. life was interesting. Um, we were pretty young parents, so 
Therefore, our kids will be up and out of this house while we were still somewhat young. And now our oldest just walked down the stairs and saw us podcasting. And he's like, my God, you two are the biggest losers on earth. Yep, just shook his head. Biggest losers ever. We had to just tell Colton to go use the bathroom upstairs instead of the one directly adjacent to where we're podcasting because these mics are sensitive. That's the adventure and stuff you're going to get. There was conversations about an initial poop being done, but not the complete poop being done. He apparently squeezed it off, pinched it off. Oh, my God. And wanted to come down here because this bathroom is more comfortable. So that's our life. That's our life. That really just happened. Yep. I yeah. wish I could make it up, but we can't. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our uh, weekend adventures, which normally revolve around uh, drinking. Well, I drink. He drives. He doesn't drink nearly as much as me. I was just going to say our, our sampling. That sounds classier. <laughs> our sampling of things okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it classy uh usually revolves around uh craft beer breweries yep and target there's a lot of target in Chrissy there Chrissy likes to go to target uh it's a big part of her life and home goods and home goods i tend to go along with her on those trips so that i can go get beer and food yep that's right yep uh so, we'll be talking a lot of craft beers. We're trying to hit every tap room in the state, but... Well, brewery. Is there a difference between a brewery and a tap room? Well, some breweries don't have tap rooms. Really? Yeah. I like, know Shells that. doesn't necessarily have a tap room. They've got the Star Keller, which is a completely different entity, but there's no tap room out at the Shells Brewery. But you can, like, try beer there, can't you? Only if you do the tour. And then oh. they, like, give you a sampling after the tour. Gotcha. Right. Hmm. Didn't know that. Right. I thought and all a, breweries had tap rooms. And a place can be a tap room without being a brewery. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. Right. But I didn't know that, like, the opposite right. happened. Yeah. There's weird Minnesota state laws that fall into it, that whether or not they can do it. Interesting. Kinda. Kinda, not really. Uh, so anyway. That's why we shouldn't live here anymore. Right. We should go so, to a better state. Yeah, somewhere where it doesn't snow. Yeah. But you were talking about the Roni. Yes, and, and I was talking about Roni. So tell me, you said that tonight at 8 o'clock is a big episode of the Roni. Well, every Thursday at 8 o'clock is a big episode of the Roni. They just came back. Uh, Roni stands for, in the Bravo universe, Real Housewives of New York, which is the Michael Jordan winning team of Bravo Housewives. Like, it's so much better than everything else. And it's just, it's a dumpster fire. Is that the one that you were watching earlier tonight? Yes. Like mm-hmm. you were watching older reruns? Yep. So that's got, oh, that because that's the lady that says, if you want to take a shot at this V. B. I 
prefer it be that sounds classier. Yes. No, it doesn't sound no, classier. No, it does. No, it doesn't. All housewives have taglines. Yes. Um, they start the show saying their taglines. Um, most of them are complete nonsense. Um, but I love it. And I love it mostly because these women couldn't be more unlike me if they tried. Like, they are pretentious, um, social climbers. Rank your top five housewives, regardless of show that they're on. Bethany Frankel. Are you going from one to five or from five to one? From one to five. Or this five and one, no in particular no, order? No, like my favorite housewife of all time is Bethany Frankel. She's like the skinny girl she vodka. She has skinny gar- girl margaritas. Oh, yeah. She has skinny girl jeans. Is she the one that says, if you want to take a shot at this V? She says, if you want to take a shot at this B, okay. that's what it is. But she's not a housewife anymore. She's done. Like, she's not on this season. Oh, that's unfortunate. And the thing you should know about the housewives is, like, most of them aren't wives. <laughs> I do. I've noticed that. I find that strange that, Yep. like, they're housewives, but they're not wives. Some of them don't even live in houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they should just be the real apartment ladies of New York. Manhattan probably would be a good yeah so we got Bethany Frankel as number one she's Michael Jordan in the housewives and then my second favorite is Caroline Manzo from old school real housewives of New Jersey okay I absolutely love her doesn't she have her own show now she did have a spinoff show called um Manzoed with children okay um, I think I like her because she kind of reminds me, like, I see a lot of myself besides the cooking part, but, like, she tells her kids they're idiots and that they need to get their shit together. So that's probably why I like her. Um, Erica Jane and or Erica Girardi from... Never heard of her. The other she, two I've heard of. This one I've never heard of. Um, She is from... Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she's, like, got a split personality. Like, Erica Girardi is married to a lawyer and is very prim and proper, but Erica Jane is a pop star who performs and, like, is amazing. She was on Chicago, or in Chicago on Broadway. You're looking at me like... I'm... She's got long blonde hair. I'm just wondering if this is real. Like what you're telling me. No, it's real. So she has like like multiple personalities, like schizophrenia. No, like an alter ego. Oh, okay. So So like she's got her home life and then she's got her stage name. Yes. Like she does not have like split personalities. She has just, she is just, so that's Erica. It's like Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. Like when she goes on stage, she's Erica Jane, but when she's at home, she is the lawyer's wife, Erica Girardi. Um, number Which f- do you like better? Um I kind of like Erica Girardi just cuz she's a little tamer. Oh, ah, okay. 
Um, and then number four, and I feel like I might have, no, you know what? I'm going to switch my number three and number four. I'm going to put number four as Erica Jane. And number three is going to be Lisa Rinna. She was married to somebody famous. She is married to someone famous. She's married Wait, to- Wait, let me guess. Um, it's a male actor. Yeah. More popular in the 80s than now. Mm-hmm. Uh, known for wearing suits. No. No? I mean, in one of his TV shows, he was Dark in. hair? He's gray-haired now. Right, but when he was famous, he had dark yeah. hair. Paul Rubens. No. Isn't Paul Rubin Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. No. Oh. She wasn't married to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Harry Hamlin. Yeah, he was in that movie with the Hendersons. No. That, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Not. I got it now. He was in the big Greek. Um, like... They made the musical about him where they all rapped. Hamilton. Good lord. This is so dumb. (laughs) Like, I kind of want to throw my mic on the floor and be like... Tell me more. So I'm switching my... Lisa Rinna. Tell me more. Tell me more. Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna. What is she, other than being married to Harry and the Henderson, what is she... She was on Days of Our Lives... Soap opera. Yep. She was also on uh, Melrose Place. Nighttime soap opera. Um, She sold Depends. Diapers. Like the diapers? Yep. Like she did commercials for them? Yep. And she said she made a boatload of cash. By so, saying she pissed herself. Yeah, pretty much. But for a million plus bucks, I'd say I pissed myself. Would you? Yeah. For a million bucks, yeah. Interesting. And any mother who's, any woman who's had a baby and then jumped on a trampoline has pissed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say you didn't, you're a liar. And or I want to see your plastic surgeon because. Plastic surgeon, tighten that stuff back up so that doesn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah. Why do you think I watch, they do that on Roni all the time. They that, get their V's tightened? Yeah. Vaginal rejuvenation. Do you know how many episodes of these Real Housewives I've watched where they have done that? Like any show on Bravo, there has been one person getting their vag tightened. On every episode? That's like a weekly. It's on, like, I can probably name, and I'm not even kidding you, 10 different episodes of shows, maybe not Real Housewives. It could be like spinoffs or other ones. Where people are getting their vag tightened. This is what I watch. You're so disappointed in me right now. I just don't even know what to say. Yeah. Like, I guess I knew that was a thing. Yeah. But I didn't know that it was like that common of a thing that like it's on TV every week. Yeah. It's pretty normal. And is it though? It, well, not here. Do you think you know one person in real life that's had that done? No, I don't. Okay. But on, I'm saying in context. But of you these, feel like you know all the housewives, but, right? Uh, I know them. Like, yes, I know them. 
So I feel like, yes, then I do. So I've got to talk my number five. You okay? I'm good, yeah. Okay. Oh. I had a hair in my mouth. Ooh. Probably from the dog <laughs> or from you. What? <laughs> like, there's two types of hair around this house. Yours and the dog's. Okay. All right. Don't so, get it twisted. Uh, so, uh, number five. Number five. Number five. Oh, it's got to be a good one. Giselle Bryant from The Real Housewives of Potomac. We talked about this one before. Yeah. The Potomac, because they're on a river. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we asked, I asked if you were there on houseboats. They're not on houseboats. That would be a much more interesting show, I'm imagining. Well, you haven't watched enough, but no. I think I've watched just the right amount. So those are your top five. Yep, those are my top five. I'm sticking to it. Okay, bottom five. Go. Bottom? No one wants to hear about I my do. bottom. I want to hear the bottom five. This is captivating. Why is it captivating? Teddy Mellencamp. I effing hate her. She is like bottom, bottom, bottom. She is she's an accountability coach. Whatever that is. It's dumb. I don't like her. Not a fan. Brandy Redman. Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Made very disparaging comments about like Asian people. Was she married to the like rapper Redman? No, okay. she wasn't. She's married to another redhead. She's redhead. He's redhead. And their last name is Redman? Yes. Classic. Right. So, trash. Um, I'm going to go with another one I'm not a fan of. Teresa Judice. Her husband with the deportation just... I thought you were a big fan of her. I'm not. She's okay to watch as a person. I think she's kind of scummy. Like, I just don't care for her. So what's going on with her husband being deported? Well, he had an appeal. We should have built a wall. He wouldn't have been here in the first place. Yeah, because the wall is going to protect us from (laughs) Italy. So... But yesterday I read. Ooh, this is the latest. Radar Online. Never heard of it. What? Yeah. You've never heard of Radar Online? No. You are not watching enough Housewives then. I think I'm watching anyway. just the right amount. Anyway, Teresa Judice, her husband Joe, they both went to prison for. Um, Tax evasion, wasn't it? Uh, no, bankruptcy fraud oh. or something of those. Um, anyway, he went to prison. He came over here when he was about a year old. When he was a year old, and then decided to never become a citizen. So then I swooped in and said, "Hey, guess what? You're going back to Italy." And his appeal got denied yesterday, so he's not done for good. Huh? He is done. For good, he is not. So he can't even get like a visitor's visa. I don't think so. Maybe like after so many years, he'll be able to. You know, that would be something for the ninety-day fiance people too. Maybe 
They should have a show where somebody from 90 Day Fiance that has done the legality trick of getting somebody over here mm-hmm. assists the Real Housewives guy yep. in coming back to the United States. That would make sense. Okay, so I got Teddy, I got Brandy, Teresa Judice, Leanne Locken. Not a fan of Leanne. Uh, she said some really negative things about um, people of Hispanic backgrounds, and I thought that was really uncool. And my least favorite housewife of all time is the OG of the OC. And that is Vicki Gungelson. Gumbelson. Yeah, I even know who that yeah. is. She annoys the F out of me. Vicki. They call her the OG because she was on the pilot episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County, which like started out this franchise. So is she the only one that's been around since the beginning? She is the only one that has been on, like, she was on the first episode ever. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yes. She's the only one from that pilot episode that's left. Yes. Yep. That's why they call her the OG of the OC. Hmm. And she is just, I mean, I think she's 60 now or close to 60. And she is just, ugh. She's just, yeah, not my cup of tea. A train wreck? She's not even a train wreck, but she tries to make herself a train wreck. Well, makes for better TV. You don't get to be the OG of the OC by not being a train wreck on TV. I, I guess, but yeah, this is my life, and these are my friends. I feel like I know all of them. Do you want to, so Roni is starting in 10 minutes. Uh, do you want to give us a quick uh, update on Big Ed and company? Oh. From 90 Day? 90 Day Fiance. I mean, you watched it too. I did. I can't even deal with Big Ed. He's such a predator. So this week, Big Ed presented, so he had the week the previous episode that he was highlighted on, he had spent the night at his Filipino girlfriend's house, parents' house. Okay, and for people who are listening who don't know what 90 Day Fiancé is, 90 Day Fiancé is a TV show based on people, and what we're talking about is actually called Before the 90 Days, where people from the United States go to different countries to meet these people that they have met online who they say they want to marry and bring back to the United States. So it's called Before the 90 Days. Because once they bring them to the United States, they have like 90 days to marry them. 90 Day Fiance. Right. Well, Big Ed has met a Filipino girl, and I'm going to call her a girl because she... Yeah, she's like 20... 23 she is young i mean she looks like she's 16 um but yeah and big ed if you 
Google So he Ed. went and stayed with her family to meet her dad and whatnot. Yes. And that was a disaster because it was a very poor town in the Philippines. My homeland. With like, yeah, just like tin shacks they were living in with no air conditioner. The power went out. Um, it was raining. God forbid it rained, Ed. In the Philippines. And anyway, so he couldn't do that anymore. So they went on a vacation. So he took her to another to an island, and they're at a resort. And he was like, "I brought, you, I bought you some things." Yeah, and he presented her with a nighty, a teddy, a bathing suit, yes. and a teddy. Yep. And then also a toothbrush and Listerine and toothpaste. And toothpaste, because he said that her... Breath stinks. Breath stinks. And she was pissed. pissed. He, like, lectured her and said, you know, if you're going to live in the United States, you have to brush your teeth every day. And she's like, I do brush my teeth every day. I have a stomach ulcer, which I've heard that that can cause that issue. So, yeah, she was completely... And, and this man has no neck. Right. He's, like, four foot eight and has no neck. Right. You know, it would be one thing, like, you and I have been married nearly 20 years. And you're like, oh, God. And you, like, came to give me a kiss in the morning. Like, oh, go brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. But to be, like, getting ready to marry somebody, to be like, you need this stuff because your breath stinks every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's barking up a bad tree for himself. Yeah. Oh, God. And he's... then we had, so that was what happened with them. Yeah. Um... Then we had feathered hair guy. Oh, then he told her that she wasn't gonna have that he didn't want to have kids. Yes. And that was kind of where they left that hanging, right? Yes, because I didn't uh, see the end. It was Rose, like a three hour episode. It was crazy. It was a three hour episode. I don't have time for a three hour episode right. of that. I fell asleep. Um and then there's David who went to the Ukraine to meet Lana, who yep. he is meeting on Anastasia date. It's been his girlfriend for seven years. Seven years. He's never met her. And he has spent over a hundred thousand dollars on uh conversations with her um because the only way they can communicate is through a certain website yeah yeah really creepy so um david's creepy so he flew to russia or to the ukraine Mm -hmm. and was supposed to meet her at the train station she didn't show up right so then he got in a car and drove seven hours yep and because of car troubles it took him like nine Right. We're supposed to meet her at a restaurant. She didn't show up. Correct. So then he tracked down her, I'm saying this with air quotes, address. Yep. And went to her house. And and, an old man. Like a 75-year-old man answered the door and is like, yeah, I've never seen her before. Yeah. Don't know who she is. So I think that, what did you say his name is? David? Yes. Has finally given up and like he got on a plane and went back to the United States. I I didn't catch the last of the episode. I caught episode, that where he was so. leaving. Uh, but he did like openly say, like, I'm going to get back and all it's going to take is for her to reach out and text me and I'll be doing whatever she wants again. Like, he admitted that he's an idiot, that he's hooked. Oh, my God. And then uh, baby girl Lisa got the blessing from Mommy. I, I don't even know what to say that this woman has gone over to Nigeria to get this approval from this woman 
and refers to her as mommy. It is the. But she's probably older than mommy. Oh, she is older than mommy. Yep. So mommy has a hard time accepting the fact that her black son, who is like 30-ish. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Is going to marry a white lady that is older than she is. Yep. And her perception is that uh, blacks are made to be servants in the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what she's afraid of is that if he comes with baby girl Lisa to the United States and marries her, that he'll be turned into a servant and she doesn't want that for her son. Absolutely. But they were able to sweet talk her into giving the blessing. But I feel like... Her points are kind of valid because I th- they live in a very like small community in Africa, and I'm sure, right? Like with no real connection to the outside world. Anything what they, they she probably doesn't have enough knowledge to what it is, right? But at the same time, it's like if you met baby girl Lisa, I don't care who you are, you don't want your son marrying him. Oh God, no, her, her, yeah, like she's. Like, a horrible, horrible, like, I mean, the fact, I, like, I'm surprised she doesn't have, like, a trach, because that's what it sounds like. Her voice sounds like you're Well, they did, like, I don't know if you saw, like, towards the end of the episode, he sat down with her and was like, look, if we're going to marry, like, I'm the man of the house. You will not tell me what to do. Like, uh, you can advise me, but as your husband, you cannot tell me what to do. And, like, the last thing they showed was her being like, fuck you. And she gave him the finger and walked away and, like, ripped her microphone off and told the bruiser she was done with the show. I mean, I get that. I mean, that's not how it runs in this house. I mean. I mean, I. But I understand in his culture that is how he was brought up, that the man is the head of the house. Right. And I get, and, like. Like, I, the thing that I got a kick out of is is knowing that that's his culture. A, she should have kind of expected that. But B, like, she did all this work to bend over backwards to get, to get mommy to give her blessing. And now, like, oh, him saying, like, look, bitch, I'm the man of this house. Yeah. What I'm so surprised on these shows, and actually I'm not, this is a completely sarcastic comment, is like no one makes an effort to know about the people they're marrying. Oh, right. It's like no one's marrying a Muslim and being like, I didn't know he didn't want me to wear a crop top. And they're like always come across as like, I'm so shocked. He didn't want me to show my stomach. Right. Yeah. And, and that's like baby girl Lisa's been like wearing all the attire and doing everything, going to the, I don't know, what do they call it? She went to go pray with mommy, went to the mosque. Yeah. She washed mommy's feet for her. Like she's done everything. But then when her husband's like, you're not going to tell me that my friends can't come over. You can advise me, but you're not going to like order me around and boss me around. That's where she drew the line. I mean, when you put it like that, I mean, it makes complete and total sense because I don't ever tell you that's not happening. Well, maybe sometimes I do. Yeah, but it's not like, if I'm being completely irrational, you'll put it that way. 
but for the most part, I would say that that we have a fifty-fifty. Like, you advise me. I I I do a good seventy-five twenty-five. But I would never like. I feel like we have mutual respect for one another that when we are going to do something, we have a conversation about it. Right. Especially when it comes to... Well, like, so the thing that the instance that they were talking about was him having friends over. And I would never invite, like, five people over to our house. Mm-hmm. Like, and just be like, hey, Chris, they're coming over. Deal with it. Yeah. I would be, hey, is it all right if, you know... Is it going to be in your, are we going to be in your way if? Yeah. And you're going to say, yeah, but at least I ran it by you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and no, my issue is, is like, if my rugs are out of place, no one's allowed to come to my house. That is my issue. It's like, if my house does not look like a show home when someone comes over, I have an issue. So it's like, if someone's just coming over for leisurely, like, I'm going to just pop over and have a beer give me seven days notice so i can scrub the ceilings because that's how i am unless there's a handful of people when i'm like yeah there's a few people that aren't that aren't uh, that get a little more leeway yeah not many but a couple so uh so we're at uh about 35 minutes here and it didn't crash. And it didn't crash. Shocker. Shocker. Uh, we're going to do this again next week sometime. Yep. And we're going to talk about our... Chrissy is going to make a list of her top 10 albums. I already did because we were planning on doing this already. And I, type A personality, did my top 10 list of albums of all time. And I told Corey to do it. And of course... He hasn't gotten it done yet. I've had a busy week at work. I, I've had a week, too. But you did it at work. Yeah, because I found... But I also don't need to, like... The difference in our personalities are vast. Uh, the day that you made your list, I spent seven hours driving. I think you would have preferred that I was not making a list while I was driving. That's. But you could have thought about it. I did think about it, but I haven't wrote them down. I've got a good base. Anyway, so Chrissy is going to write, is made a list of her top 10 favorite albums. But now it's subject to change because now I have more time. And I am making a list of my top 10 favorite albums. But I am also making a list of what I think is going to be on Chrissy's list. And she was supposed to make a list of what she thinks is going to be on my list. So we're going to try and guess. Did that too. We're going to guess, try and guess each other's top 10 lists Mm -hmm. and make our own. So that's what you can tune in for next week. We will hopefully, I think we're going to go on a little adventure tomorrow. Yes. So we can report back on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrissy's excited because Crank and Foamers is back. It's my favorite beer of all time. Uh, so we're going to, we've put in an online order for Fair State. So we're going to go on a trek and pick that so up. So we're going to drive two and a half hours to go beer. Yeah, we might swing by a couple other breweries and order a little bit more from those <laughs> i wasn't privy to that knowledge oh, but I, haven't, it doesn't. I haven't made any orders i'm just i might we'll see how the day goes make a nice little friday of it yeah because i don't work on fridays lucky uh all right so this has been 
the first episode of what we're for now calling Nobody Asked. Yeah, no one I, No one asked. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares, whatever. Uh, I'm Corey. That's Chrissy. Chrissy. And uh, bye.